Welcome to the Extraordinary Life Podcast from the creator of the Extraordinary Life Tribe, Crystal Obergon. The self-development podcast propelling you forward toward your goals using science-backed high-performance habits. Reach the next level in your physical and mental health. See new heights in your relationships. Gain clarity on your purpose and live your extraordinary life. Welcome your host, writer, speaker, and coach, Crystal Obergon. Hi there, this is Crystal from Crystal Obergon Coaching with episode number 31 of the Extraordinary Life Podcast. Over the next few weeks, I'll be interviewing several women that are working toward their goals and dreams and living their brand of an extraordinary life. Last week, I interviewed Tina Short, a fellow mom and local artist. Check out her interview if you haven't yet. And in today's episode, I'm talking with Sue Butso. I met her several years ago in a networking group we both belong to. She's been a member of my Extraordinary Life Tribe coaching membership for the past year, and I've also been a client of hers for about 15 months. Sue is a posture therapist certified in the Agoscu Method. And I first went to her because of the extra hip and shoulder pain I was experiencing with all the extra desk sitting I was and still am doing during the pandemic. I'll let her tell you all about what she does and why she does it. So let's get started. Sue, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Crystal. Thanks for inviting me to be here. I'm a posture therapist, but I'm also a mom and a wife and a friend, and I just love being involved with you. I've I've loved having you as a client. I've loved being your client, and it's just been a fabulous friendship that's grown, and and I really appreciate you and all that you do. So I'll tell you a little bit about posture therapy to begin with. When I was quite young, teenager, I was a bus girl at a local steak restaurant. And I found my back hurting a lot. And I was only about 15 or 16 years old. And I'd come home and I'd ask my mom to rub my back. And she'd kind of do it for a couple seconds. And then she'd say, oh, my hand's too tired. And from then on, Crystal, I've had back pain off and on. Sometimes it's been very mild. Sometimes it's been very acute. I went on to be very physical in life. I'd run. I was a cheerleader in high school. I've taught aerobics. I went on to get my degree in physical education because I loved fitness. And so it always struck me, well, actually, I don't know if I thought about it back then, but now I think about it and go, wow, I had a lot of knowledge, but I still couldn't help myself heal my back. So we just go you know, on and on. There's different uh, parts of my life. Uh, when my youngest son was going to kindergarten, I, the night before I leaned over the dishwasher to load something. And when I stood back up, I had excruciating pain. And I spent the next three months going to chiropractors, acupuncturists, cranial sacral therapy, uh, Feldenkrais, everything. It took about four months for that back pain to go away. So yeah, that was, that was, and and there's been other episodes and then I would be fine for, for long periods of time. At at one point I um, participated in team and training, the lymphoma society fundraising group, and I ran a marathon. So it was just interesting that this, this would come about at different times and it was, it was hard to fix. 
So about eight years ago, I was just seeing a chiropractor, not even in a lot of pain at that point, just kind of maintenance type a person. And he had a flyer for a personal trainer. And it was personal trainer was really close to my home. And I thought, oh, you know, I should try this out. And I am so glad I did. I went to him. He had a, a special for a month. And honestly, when I was doing the exercises in the, it was like small group class, like three or four people. I would go and I would do these exercises and I was kind of insulted because they were pretty easy. And I didn't really get like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm in my mid forties at that point feeling pretty good. Like I should be doing more. But at the end of the month, I couldn't believe how great my back felt. And the confidence it gave me of like knowing these simple exercises that could help me in these different um, periods of life when, when I'd have back pain was fabulous. Like I was just not only physically feeling great, I was feeling really good, you know, mentally like that. It just gave me so much hope. And I did ask the, my trainer, you know, what, what are these exercises? And he said, well, I'm certified in the Agascu method. So I checked it out and read the books. P.D. Agascu was the person who came up with this in the 1970s. And he had some injuries from being in Vietnam and came home and everybody kept telling him it was in his head because they couldn't fix it. And he finally just looked at his body and he, he saw the, the differences from the right to the left. So the right shoulder should look like the left shoulder, but you know, perhaps it was elevated or rotated. I, I don't know exactly what he was going through, but he thought, oh, I, I can find an exercise that brings this back in alignment that will fix me. And he's been on the path ever since. And so I got certified and I've been seeing clients and teaching classes, group classes for probably about three years now. The guy that was the personal trainer, did you work with him for a while or did you work with somebody else? Well, once I decided that I would get certified, I I went through the certification process. I also saw somebody, a a different person, I think I'm in San Jose and there are there are two other people that are certified. And, and the personal trainer, he was great. He didn't really practice true Egoscu. Like he wasn't looking at my posture and giving me specific things. He was just giving general exercises to help, you know, like if one hip is elevated or if one shoulder is rotated. So he was just giving general exercises. My family took a little vacation to Austin, Texas, and it was right over my birthday. I usually get myself a massage for my birthday, but that year I got myself another appointment at another Egoscu clinic and saw that person. So I'm trying to see as many different practitioners just to learn their, you know, their style and get to know them personally. So Right. I like that. Now that we've been in the pandemic for two years, I've met many more of them because we're all getting so used to Zoom. So I see people, you know, on Zoom as clients. I also go to different practitioners for um, my own care. I don't like to give my own my own menus is what we call the the exercises. I don't like to give those to myself. I love when somebody else tells me, oh, try this. And I it might be an exercise I've never done. Yeah. It's the same as me having a life coach as well. It's important to have that outside perspective. Right. And then it takes the pressure off of us because it's hard to be the, the client and the practitioner at the same time. And so, yeah, I've, I, I've just committed to myself that I will always you know, have three or four appointments a year that are specifically, you know, for me to feel better. And 
and I love that. Right. I, I feel stronger. I'm 56, almost 57. And the beginning of the pandemic, I was very in a lot of pain and doing what I knew how, what to do and, you know, feeling better. But um, I started going to see somebody and I, I am stronger now than I've ever been in, in my posture. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not easy, you know, it's not easy, but it is so worth it. Yes. I, I completely agree because that's why I saw you initially too, is that we don't realize that if we're working from home, there's all this walking that happens if we're out in the world more, really. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm still not out in the world a ton. Even if you're driving somewhere, you're walking to your car and then you're walking from your car to some place. And it's really a lot more sitting. I know I work at my desk a lot and I'm in the downstairs part of my house and there's a bathroom downstairs when I need to use the restroom. I go all the way upstairs because I want that little bit <laughs> little bit of extra. We're just coming from a sedentary lifestyle anyway. You know, even before, we just didn't move the way our ancestors did. So, um, yeah, Igoscu is all about getting movement back in the body so that the body will move. Yeah, because even if you're athletic and you're working out... Even every day, there's still these long periods of time where you're not moving or even like you were talking about, you're a bus person at the steakhouse. It's still not quite the same, is it? Well, it's not the same. And also what happens too is whatever movement we're doing is what our body begins to adapt to. So there are sports and I'm not going to, I don't mean to pick on you, but, but there are sports like cycling that are fabulous for getting your heart rate up, wonderful for conditioning a lot of muscles, but aren't that great for posture because you're bent over. Right. And so for cyclists, and, and, and you can speak to this too, if you can then incorporate 15, 20 minutes of exercises that pull your shoulder blades back and get that upper back not rounded, but, you know, and, and work on some of the, the hip muscles that aren't utilized in cycling. I mean, it's true of any sport, even runners, or there's nothing that uses everything, you know, so we always need to, to add a little something in that is specifically to keep our posture aligned so that we can feel great and then go back to, to that sport the next day. Right. I know that I definitely, you gave me some exercises for my son to do because he's very much into cycling. And I want to make sure that he doesn't experience some, you know, some of the back pain and some of the things that I experienced when I was cycling a lot. Right. And I have to share one thing that we just got back from skiing up in the mountains and my husband videoed me and I had never actually been videoed skiing before. I've been skiing since I was 18. So I didn't learn as a kid. As a young kid, I was still a kid, but he was telling me, and he's he's very, very experienced skier, well, snowboarder now. He actually said and used these words that my body is so different now that he can see that I'm just more aligned. You know, I'm more upright the way that I should be. And Wow. It's interesting that you use the word align because trying to be very disciplined about doing my exercises in the morning and in the evening 
Oh, it makes a huge difference though, doesn't it? It does. When your body is balanced right to left, front to back, whatever whatever you do feels so different. Yeah. I had one uh, client, she came to my class, she had a shoulder pain and she then started doing the exercises and she told me that her friend noticed, you know, people notice our posture. Right. So that was fun. She she was able to strengthen that shoulder and get it back into place because it felt like falling forward. And yeah, it was neat that her friend noticed that. That's great, great feedback. Definitely, because none of us want to be hunched over. <laughs> Hunch back in Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is funny. Yeah, I do show when I do a corporate lecture, I have a, a diagram of what good posture looks like. And because this is audio, well, I'll just describe it. But if you look in the mirror, your right shoulder and your left shoulder should look the same. So typically one shoulder might be higher than the other, but also one shoulder might look closer to the mirror and that would be like rotation. So if one's rotated forward, then the other one will look further back. And then you work down the body, the hips should be the same too. So you might see one hip higher than the other. You might see one hip coming forward, that's rotation. When we look at our knees, the knees should point straight ahead. But oftentimes you'll see knees kind of pointing out or they can point in. And one of the easiest things to see is people's feet, right? Because you don't really have to look, you know, just look down. And I'll tell you, it drives me crazy when I'm out in public. But when people's feet, their toes start to go out to the side. So they're more like, you know, duck foot is what we call it. And that is it's so common, Crystal. And it just shows that the, the hips are not bearing the weight as they should. So the feet have to to work in a way that they're really not designed to. And so then, yeah. And then from front to back, your ear should be over your shoulder, which should be over your hips, which should be over your knees, over your ankles. And so many people are just kind of wavy in there. They'll, their hips are bailed forward, their shoulders are back, their heads forward, just trying to balance their body. So yeah, when people know what good posture is, it then you see it in the world. And, and a very uh, common population that we work with are the elderly. And as you see, you know, I have four neighbors, you know, right on my block that I, I watch walk down the street and their head is completely in front of their body. And it's, and, you know, I feel for them. That, that's very painful. It's not that hard to get it back over your shoulders. But it is work, right? Right. You have to know exactly what to do and and then do it. Right. And it is work. One of the things I love about it is generally it's 10 or 15 minutes to do the full complement of exercises that you give me. And then if I do them twice a day, it's a little more, but anybody can find that time. Yeah. And... And it doesn't mean I don't still, I still love to do my yoga too, but then my yoga feels better and I've been biking more and I noticed, oh wow, my knees aren't hurting at all. That's not even something I think about now, which is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. And that is very, very common in Igoscu. When people come to us, I think your main complaint was your mid-back, right? And so we were working... And, and when I looked at your posture, I looked at everything, right? I didn't look at your mid-back and say, Crystal, here are five exercises for your mid-back because I was looking at everything. So shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, feet. And then it doesn't matter where your pain is. I see what's off and I say, oh, you know, and I don't even specifically remember. So, but let's just say it was your hip. 
let's work on the hip. Let's get the right hip and the left hip, you know, to do the same thing, to be equal, to to work together. And then the mid-back starts to feel better, right? Because the mid-back was compensating. It was doing more work than it needed to because the hips weren't doing it. Well, in all of that, we hadn't even talked about your knees. Right, because that was just a foregone conclusion for me. <laughs> yeah, I was low on your list and I wasn't working on your knees, but I am looking at your knees. I look at your feet. I look at your hips. I look at your shoulders and, you know, decide we work together. You're very good. You know, I love it when people start to learn about their bodies. I have one client who says, was so proud of her. She really didn't have a lot of kinesthetic awareness when we first started. Just last month, she did one exercise and she, you know, to bring her shoulders back. And she goes, I notice how much better I breathe. Wow. Yeah. Because when our shoulders are forward, our lungs don't have as much room to expand and, and it's hard to take a deep breath. Right. And then your body and your brain, everything's not getting the oxygen. Can you imagine? Right. Mm-hmm. Another one that's really fun, and, and I, I've experienced this myself personally. I'm not a person who's had a lot of sinus infections or anything like that, but I do get a stuffy nose pretty, you know, at times. And when I get a stuffy nose now, I I get down and I do some exercises to pull my shoulders back, to pull my head back over my shoulders, and I can tell a difference. The stuffiness can go away. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So see if that, you know, I don't think people really notice, right? They might, it might be happening for them, but they're they're like, well, I don't really know what's happening, but the body's fabulous. And, And I'm just, I'm always amazed at when people do the exercises how quickly they can get better. And we're setting muscle memory, right? Like our muscle memory right now is bend forward, look down, you know, stare at the screen. But when you get that where you can pull your shoulder blades together and pull that head back and do it fairly easily because you're used to it. You've trained your body. Yeah. Yeah. Just that difference, taking my dogs for a walk. I can tell that my posture is more upright. Mm-hmm. but it's not because I'm forcing it more upright. Right. You do that in your, in your exercise, Egoscue sessions, and then it just follows. What's something about being a business owner that you didn't expect? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Um, I guess currently right now, uh, it, it's hard to separate yourself. I go to the grocery store every day and I'm like, oh, I wish you would be my client when I see these people in pain. And it, it, it's kind of driving me crazy, honestly. So I'm trying to separate myself. And uh, being a business owner has great highs. I love working with people and being able to do it on my own terms. And then just, you know, the marketing is not my favorite. So that's been challenging. And But thanks to you, Crystal. I have a 10-year plan and that has calmed me down a lot. When I first started working, when I first got certified, I just wanted to go out and have clients all day long and teach all these classes. And it's not easy to find people who are really interested in putting the time in. Everyone wants to feel better. For your body, it takes time. For your mind, it takes time. Right. And Egoscu is actually, they say in, in their books, it's about 90% effective, so, which is huge, right? Right. But the reason it's that effective is because people have tried everything else. You know, I mean, we, we work with people who have had back surgery and it didn't work, 
or people who've gone to all the different things that I named, acupuncture, uh, chiropractor, physical therapist, and all of those people are great. I love them. I have one of each, but sometimes you need to work on specific things that those people aren't just not, that's not their training. That's not their, their set of uh, skills. Right. It just occurred to me that it's almost like, I mean, sometimes you do need those modalities as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But also it's almost like I think of a life coach, which I am being forward thinking and we're working on changing the way we think our perceptions to move forward. But that doesn't mean that sometimes we don't need a therapist or a counselor. That's in my mind and in my experience, it's more healing some things in the past. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, exactly. And I like to say, like, I love to go to the chiropractor and get a good adjustment. But when I come home, this was prior to Egoscu, you know, within a day or two, I, I don't have that same feeling. And so when I do Egoscu, when I do my posture exercises, I can create that feeling of rest and relaxation and alignment for myself in my own home. Right. And I can do it on the road. I'm here in the Bay Area and I love to go down to the Central Coast. I went to school in San Luis Obispo. And so I used to drive down there a lot. I still do go. And I have specific memory of driving through a drive through restaurant to get bags of ice. Like I'd bring a Ziploc bag and I would put it on my back. And that's how I would drive down to, to San Luis because my back would hurt. And that's the way I did it, you know, for years. And now I drive down without any pain at all. And I can stop at a restaurant or a rest stop. And I have a couple standing exercises I can do in the restroom. And I can do a couple standing exercises to help my back during that long drive. So you already said that sometimes it is hard to separate your business from your personal life and, and seeing people. And I think we had a conversation about that before in terms of people really need to decide they need to decide to work with you and of course that's the whole marketing thing so with your family life because I know that your younger son is still completely at home and your older son is back and forth between here and college (laughs) every weekend (laughs) and you have a husband how are you managing your family life and the changes and balancing it with your work and all of those things. You know, my family comes first and I've I've been very fortunate to be at home with my kids. So they're quite used to me being here and doing what I need to do. But it's also beautiful because they're old enough and they're, they don't want me to do, you know, they're, they're not young kids wanting and needing me. So it's just this business has provided something for me to focus on to let them see that I can have a job and, and work. So I guess the time is, is balanced pretty easily because they don't need me as much and I can put that time into my work or I can put it into myself. And I'm not with your guidance in your group. I uh, realize that this is not going to be my overnight success right now. And I'm putting time and effort and energy into it when I want to, you know, if it, it, it's, it hasn't become all-consuming. It was all-consuming of my thoughts for a while because I just wanted to create this 
thriving business. But I love what I do. And I know that the people I help are the people I help. And the people who come to me will come to me when they're ready. So I'm very, very content at that balancing point. I know that with certification, sometimes you can feel, okay, I'll get certified. And then the masses of people will come. And it really isn't quite like that. It's not like that at all. And, and you know, doing your own business, you start with your friends, right? Right. And that becomes a little bit of a sticky wicket sometimes. So, you know, I've told uh, everybody knows that what I do and I try to keep my mouth shut and let people come. And then, you know, people recommend other people and that's always the best way to go about it. And I'm picky too. I, I want to spend time with clients who are, you know, really are focused on it because there's a lot of energy that can go out when people kind of sit, sit on the fence and want a lot from you, but don't want to put what they need to put into it. So it's, it's important to find good clients. Right. And honestly, friends can be the hardest clients. They can almost make it feel like it's going to be harder than not that there's anything wrong with them or you, but sometimes when you are comfortable with somebody, you don't quite put the effort in that you would. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think, you know, that's been a great learning lesson too, is, you know, you, you just have to value what you give and, and don't let yourself be taken advantage of. But I think the hardest part is friends is when they start telling you all, everything that's wrong and then they won't listen to what, you know, like they know what you do, but they don't want to hear from you. Right. right. <laughs> but it's okay. You know, that's my growth to, to, to just let them be where they're at. So if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, mm. or it could even be your 20-year-old self, it doesn't have to be your 18, what would it be? Well, I don't want to sound like an advertisement, but I just wish I had started this ages ago. You know, like all of the different episodes of life, and a lot of it was emotional, you know, emotional pain manifesting itself as, as back pain. I just wish I had these tools back then to feel better in my body and not, not go through as many physical episodes, I guess I call them, where for months or I would just have very little energy because I was so focused on my back pain. And I was kind of known, I, I actually saw a friend of mine and she was introducing to me to her kids. I, you know, we, we were uh, friends before we were married and she goes, oh, this is my friend Sue. And she's had a lot of back pain. And it was so fun for her to say that because I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that person anymore. Right. And, and going forward in my life, when I see elderly people and I go, oh, you know, like in the past, it might have made me think, oh, I'm going to look like that or, oh, that looks painful or how do you avoid it? But now I have so much confidence that my body's going to be really great. One of my favorite people, she's in her 70s. She's, uh, you know, she does posture therapy up in Washington and she just sent out her exercise program to share with the other posture therapists. And I was amazed at all the work this woman is doing. And I'm like, wow, that, that, I want that to be me. Right. She does like an hour of, of exercises a day. Wow. And not the easy ones. <laughs> there are a lot of, you know, there are a lot of 
challenging exercises and she, she, she hit them all. Wow. Yeah. It was very inspiring. That is, that is inspiring. So tell me about one of the most influential people in your life and how they impacted you. Mm. Oh gosh, that's, I'm, gosh, I have so many. I'm going to pick right now. I'm going to pick my husband. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hard worker and he has just been our rock through the past two years. He inspires me, you know, he's all in for our family and our, and our marriage. And that makes me want to do the same. I mean, I kind of already did, but. And that's amazing because we all know that this past two years, I can't believe it's really has been almost two years is not easy. And, and really it could go either way. Oh yeah. And I, yeah. And and if anybody's listening and they're, they're struggling, don't think that it has been easy. We've had struggles. It was hard to get used to having him home. He's working from home now as most are. And then at one point they were, you know, trying to open back up. And I was like, I don't want him to be gone that long, like the, the long commute and all of that. But anyway, yeah, I don't say that lightly. We've spent time in counseling and we've, worked on our marriage. And it reminds me of that saying somebody told me once, of, you know, you just water a, a tree, right? You keep watering the tree. You'd never see a tree grow, right? They're growing so slowly. And I feel like this is growth that we, we were watering years ago. And, if, and, and at that point, it didn't feel like it was doing anything. <laughs> it was a long period, but we stuck with it. That's such a great example, really, our relationships. If we don't water them, any of the, our relationships, then they won't grow, even when we're not seeing them grow. And our bodies and our minds, all of those need to be fed, our spirituality, all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And very challenging right now. But, you know, when I reach out to somebody with a text or something, you just, you, you can't believe how people get so excited to hear from each other, right? And I'm the same way, you know, like, oh, who is that? And we need it. Definitely. Is there anything that you wish that I had asked you that I didn't ask you? Just talking about your tribe. I, I wanted to just give that... Um, give that a little shine, a light, shine some light on that. That was just, I don't know, it came at the right time for me because we had just started to really get to know each other. And I really trusted you. I really wanted a um, long time ago before, before I was in any networking or I knew about coaching, but I didn't know how to get that. And I, I think I called some people on from Yelp and just started to think about it. And yeah, working with you has been amazing and I love your your content is good and it's been so different, you know? Like I really thought when I started, I thought, "Oh, I'm going to, you know, this is going to just drive my business. I'm going to set all these business goals and it's going to flourish." But, you know, lo and behold, in the middle of our year, you know, my older son went away to college and that just sent me in this different path, right? Where I'm now trying to just really uh, take care of myself during this season of life where I, I didn't realize how 
how challenging that would be for me to have him leaving home. And yet, you know, I still have the the business goals and I still have the the knowledge that you've given me, you know, and it's it's shifted now towards, you know, to be more focused on my personal life. They do all go together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's very similar to what what we do with Egoscue, right? Like the body is body, the mind, it's all working together. And, and yeah, you get to help my mind think positively about the future and to take care of myself in the moment. Right. And just get that foundation. That's why I came into life coaching because I was an integrative health coach. And what I found is that most of my clients, they really had some of these things over here with their family or relationships or career issues or money issues, spirituality, all those other things. I would say that they're more important even than your nutrition and your exercise. And I think those two things are really important. That if you're not totally even or totally balanced, I don't think that it's possible for that. But if you're way out of balance in one area, then you're not going to be healthy. Yeah. And we're shifting all the time, right? Like I was thinking I was going to focus on my business, but then, you know, life said, no, let's focus on this other part. And yeah, and I'll get back to all of it, right? It, it's just cycling around and to really honor where we're at. Yeah. It's about patience. And that's what I love about the idea of your 10-year goals and dreams. The the goals are usually a little shorter term, but having your dream of 10 years ago, how you want your life to be, you have to have patience because when I first started actually doing the 10-year dream and goals was right before the pandemic. I mean, that's when I started teaching other people. So it was, okay, here we are, 2020. And all of that is very different than we expected it to be. But I know my 10-year dreams, I've made little tweaks here and there, but not because of the pandemic. I I feel like I can still have my 10-year dreams or my accomplishments. These past two years don't really change those. I have had to change my shorter-term goals, which is fine. Right. Yeah. And it, it gives you room for things that come up like a pandemic or, you know, family situation. Is it room? Right. Because, you know, my daughter also went off to college this past September and it hit me harder than I thought it would. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And I definitely spent that time in the summer, you know, when she was around because they don't always want you around, but putting that time into her and and getting her ready and those last little things and and then they come back and that's a whole other thing. <laughs> so we're in flux. Yes. Learning to be flexible, learning to to accept what is because I think, you know, as as we get on in life, there's just more and more change and less and less control. Right. So is there anything else that you would like to share before we sign off? I think we've covered it. I really appreciate your time and um, your listeners for listening in. And I've loved it. Thank you. And so where can my listeners find you online? All right. My website is www.painfree, 
That's P-A-I-N-F-R-E-E with Sue dot com. And yeah, if you go on there, you can see my classes. You can see uh, it gets you through to my scheduling tool. My phone number and my email are both there. Happy, happy, happy to discuss any questions they might have. All right. Well, I will share Sue's website link in the show notes, along with a link to more information on the Extraordinary Life Tribe, because we have a new cohort coming up. And thank you, Sue, for taking the time to share your story with me and my listeners. I really feel like your work and you have become an important part of my life. Thank you, Crystal. You're welcome. So everyone, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in here next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Life Podcast with writer and coach Crystal Obergon. We'd love to connect with you outside of the podcast too. To find more helpful insights, show notes, and more about Crystal, go to crystalobergon.com. That's O-B-R-E-G-O-N, where you will also find info for the Design Your Decade workshop. This workshop will help you to stop drifting and start creating. Until next time, be extraordinary.